Hello and welcome to Bill Stern's Sports Newsreel from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. With a Colgate shave cream, Sports Newsreel. Bill Stern, the Colgate shave cream man is on the air. Bill Stern, the Colgate shave cream man with stories rare. Take his advice and you'll look keen. You'll get a shave that's smooth and clean. You'll be a Colgate brushless fan. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bill Stern bringing you the 417th edition of the Colgate shave cream Sports Newsreel. Featuring strange and fantastic stories. Some legends, some hearsay. But also interesting, we'd like to pass them along to you. Our guest tonight is the most famous woman athlete in this country the country has ever known. The fabulous Babe Didrikson. But before we bring you the famous Babe Didrikson in person, here is real one. You don't often find a remarkable pitcher like Paul Dizzy Trout of the Detroit Tigers. He once pitched six games in nine days, and he won four of them. Last year, he faced over a thousand batters for Detroit, and he was their master. Dizzy masters his whiskers, too. And for this, he gives credit to Colgate Brushless Shave Cream, for he recently wrote me, Dear Bill... You'll never know how I used to hate shaving my barbed wire beard until I got hold of Colgate Brushless. You really have something there, Bill. Colgate Brushless softens up those whiskers and keeps them soft, so I mow them down on three called strikes. Happily yours, Dizzy Trout. You can take Dizzy's word, fellow shavers. Try Colgate Brushless. You'll get the same swell shaving results that Dizzy finds. You'll see there are three important shaving advantages in Colgate Brushless Shave Cream. One... It doesn't mat and stick your whiskers down so that your razor slides over without cutting. Uh-uh. No, Colgate Brushless is light enough, it's fluffy enough, so that it fills in between the stubble. It holds them upright for clean, close, easy cutting. Two, because it's light and fluffy and not heavy and greasy, Colgate Brushless can and does act super fast to soften each hair. It keeps it soft for smoother, faster shaving. And three, because Colgate Brushless is so light and right, it goes on faster and it comes off cleaner. And it cannot foul your razor. Now, look, I invite you. I invite you to try Colgate Brushless Shave Cream. And then, if you're not 100% satisfied that it gives you closer, cleaner, more comfortable shaves, you do this. You send the top of the carton back to me, Bill Stern, Kara Colgate, Jersey City, Zone 2, New Jersey, and I'll see that you get double your money back. Go get yourself some Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions. It's light, it's right, and it's a sure-shot shaving delight. Real 2. Portrait. Three Philadelphia baseball players. This is the story of three great ball players. All three played for Philadelphia. And yet, strangely enough, behind each one of those three Philadelphia ball players is a strange story. Let's begin the story by talking about the first of these three ball players from Philadelphia. He played in Philadelphia shortly before the turn of the century. He was a great player. And yet, he suddenly quit right at the very height of his fame. Today, this first Philadelphia ball player is not remembered as just a great ball player, but he is remembered as the world's most famous evangelist, for his name was Billy Sunday. But Billy Sunday, the first of these three Philadelphia ball players, should also be remembered for something else, for it was this same Billy Sunday who started a young singer on the road to fame. Her name was Grace Moore, and that's the story of the first of the three Philadelphia ball players that we're talking about tonight. The second baseball player who played for Philadelphia was a boy named Sid Farrar. Now, Sid Farrar was just as good a player as Billy Sunday, but in those days, in those days, ball players didn't earn very much money. And Sid Farrar needed a lot of money, for he had a daughter. He had a daughter who wanted to take music lessons. And so, because he couldn't pay for his daughter's music lessons, the Philadelphia baseball fans got together and raised the necessary money, and with that money that they raised, 
They gave his daughter a musical education, and thanks to that musical education, Sid Farrar's daughter became the immortal singing star of the Metropolitan Opera Company, Geraldine Farrar. All thanks to the fact that her father played baseball in Philadelphia. Well, now you know the story of two Philadelphia baseball players, Sid Farrar and Billy Sunday, who each, strangely enough, each made a singer famous. But remember in the beginning of this story, I said that this was to be the story of three Philadelphia ball players. Well, now that you know who the first two Philadelphia players are, let me tell you about the third one. The third ball player to play for Philadelphia was Mickey Cochran. Mickey Cochran, the immortal catcher of the Philadelphia A's. And yet, strange as it seems, Mickey Cochran, like the other two Philadelphia players, also was responsible for making a singer famous. For once when Mickey Cochran was making a personal appearance tour in Vaudeville, he gave an unknown singer a job. It was her very first job. And yet today she, too, is world famous. For her name is Hildegard. And that's the story. The story of how three world-famous singers, Hildegard, Geraldine Farrar, and Grace Moore, all got their start thanks to Philadelphia baseball players, or should I say, that's the story of three great ball players: Mickey Cochran, Sid Farrar and Billy Sunday, each of whom played for Philadelphia and each of whom made a girl famous as a singer. But speaking of Philadelphia ball players who made singers famous, let me tell you the story of a Philadelphia ball player who was also a singer. This ball player once made history by playing for Philadelphia. True, it was only an exhibition game. But in this game, this Philadelphia player pitched against the St. Louis Cardinals. And that pitcher for Philadelphia made history. For this pitcher became so famous that this pitcher was offered $3,500 for a week's vaudeville appearance as a singer. But the strangest part of this story is the fact that this pitcher, who once pitched for the Philadelphia A's, is not a man at all, but a girl. The most famous girl athlete in the world, the immortal Babe Didrikson. And here she is in person, the most famous woman athlete that ever lived... Babe Didrikson, the Harriet. Good evening, Bill. That was a mighty interesting story as to how Geraldine Farrar, Grace Moore, and Hildegard all got their start, thanks to three Philadelphia baseball players. Yes, Babe, and it's interesting that you should have pitched for Philadelphia once, too. Well, it was only an exhibition game. But how did you know I was once offered $3,500 a week as a singer? I read it in Life magazine. Babe, it also said that after one week, you quit the job. That's right, Bill. I feel more at home in sports. Sure you do, Babe. Well, let's start at the beginning of your career. Which sport came first? The first in which I was any good was track and field. And of all the records that you hold in track and field, Babe, of which are you the proudest? I think either the 80-meter hurdle record, the women's broad jump championship, my Olympic javelin championship, or my world's record in the high jump. That is really a list. And you know, ladies and gentlemen, the funny part, that's only a small part of the American National Olympic records that this girl holds. All right, babe, what sport came after track? Well, I tried baseball. I pitched one exhibition game in the big leagues that you just told about. And I set a woman's record for throwing a baseball 296 feet. Mm. I understand unofficially, babe, that you've thrown a baseball 300 feet, which is only 10 feet less than Babe Ruth could ever throw a baseball. Okay, I'm interrupting. Let's get back to you. What sport came next, babe? Then, Bill, I tried basketball and was picked on the All-American women's basketball team. Yes, and you were also picked as the outstanding woman athlete in America on three different years. But go on, babe. What sport came after basketball? Next, I tried golf. And I'm lucky, I've been lucky enough to win my last 17 big-time tournaments in a row. Mm. And I'm going to try for my 18th in a row next month. I'm playing exhibitions now, first in Rochester on Sunday. Yeah, and another thing, babe, you are the first woman in all of history 
to win the British Championship and the American Golf Championship the same year. But, babe, of all the sports that you have tried, what sport do you like the best? I think golf. You see, there's a reason for that. Because if it weren't for a woman, there wouldn't be any golf. Well, now, how do you figure that, babe? Because, Bill, you see, years ago, it was a woman who introduced golf to the world. Her name was Mary, Queen of Scots, daughter of the King of Scotland. And that's an historical fact. So thanks very much. Good luck and good night, Babe Dietrichson. Real Three, I'll be back in just a moment with another strange story on sport, but first here is Arthur Gary. You know, we can't all be wrong. You've heard it from dozens of sports stars. You've heard it from Bill Stern. From your very first shave with Colgate Brushless, the shave dream of champions, you'll have pleasanter shaves. Try it. Get yourself a tube of Colgate Brushless. See how its light, fine-textured body softens and sets your whiskers exactly right for shaves that are not only cleaner and closer, but also smooth, fast, and comfortable. Try Colgate Brushless. Then, if you're not 100% satisfied, send the carton top to Bill Stern, care of Colgate, Jersey City, Zone 2, New Jersey, and Bill will see to it that you get back double your money. Get yourself some Colgate Brushless Shave Cream tonight. And now, back to Bill Stern. Real four. Portrait of this coming football season. The 1947 football season opens officially tomorrow afternoon. Teams all over this nation are getting ready. So tonight, let's travel from coast to coast. And let's preview some of the most famous teams in this nation. Okay? Here we go. Let's begin our tour by looking at the Rambling Rex from Georgia Tech. I'm a Rambling Rex from Georgia Tech and a hell of an engineer. A hell of 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 an engineer. Way down south, the rambling wreck from Georgia Tech is really ready to roll. And as their song rips through the Southland, Georgia Tech gets ready for Navy. Anchors away, my boys. Anchors away. Spirits are high at Annapolis. The middies are picked to be the champions of the East. Navy really pulled the upset of last year by almost beating unbeatable Army. On brave old Army team. Up at West Point, they have a team that hasn't been beaten in three years. This is the team of destiny that must roll westward to play Illinois. We're loyal to you, Illinois. We're orange and blue, Illinois. Out in Champaign, the Rose Bowl champions proudly wear the orange and blue of Illinois. But the fighting Illini must defend their Big Ten title when they meet Michigan. Hail to the victors, valiant. Hail to the Tonight out in Ann Arbor, they're saying, this is Michigan's best team. And the maize and blue of Michigan is raring to meet to try to beat Northwestern. Go, you Northwestern, break right through that line. Ah, Northwestern has a right to be proud this year. But the Wildcats had better be good, for they must meet the most famous team in the West, mighty Notre Dame. Cheer, cheer for old Notre Dame. Wake up the echoes cheering her name. Here's the team that's earned for itself the name, the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. And finally, they must go west to play Southern California. Fight on for all the sea, a men fight on to victory. Out west, they point with pride to this team that's been in the Rose Bowl more often than any team in the nation. Just as down south, they point with pride to Texas. The eyes of Texas are upon you all the live long day. Texas way, they say the top team in the nation is the University of Texas. Tall Texans like to tell the tale of Texas. Stop it, stop it, hold it, stop that music. Hey, wait a minute. Who are you? I, I'll tell you who I am in a moment. 
But first, stop this talk about great teams. I think I know of a team whose record is better than anyone you've mentioned. A team from a little school named Montana State College. They played football in 1940. And in 1941, this entire Montana State College team enlisted and marched away to war. I ought to know. I was on that team. talking about the great teams of all time, up on top with the name Montana State College. No team can ever surpass their record, for every single member of that team was killed in action. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the 3-0 mark for tonight. Next Friday night, instead of being on at our usual time... We will not be heard in order that you may hear a speech by the President of the United States, Mr. Truman. But two weeks from tonight, we'll be back same time, same station. And since that'll be right in the middle of the World Series, our guest will be the manager of the champion of the New York Yankees, Bucky Harris. So remember, next week, President President Truman, and two weeks from tonight, Bucky Harris, the manager of the New York Yankees. See you then. In the meantime, I'll be seeing you on the screen in the news of the newsreel at your favorite Lowe's or Associated Theaters. Now, this is Bill Stern wishing you all a good, good night. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shaker Man, is on his way. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shaker Man, had lots to say. He told the Kansas sports heroes the infant don't be really no so listening next Friday night. Mrs. Babe Didrickson Zaharias appeared on this program, courtesy of Wilson Sporting Goods Company. The Bill Stern Show, heard each Friday night over this network, tonight came to you from New York City. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. Mm-hmm.